3: Right, we're halfway home on a Monday, January 8th, 2024, Ben and Woods, seven three. The Fan. We're all just hanging on by a thread uh, in here. I've been battling the uh, the kid crud all weekend, did a lot of bed rotting, uh, which was nice. I needed the bed rot for sure. Uh, Paulie lost his uh, beloved Jackson, his pup, this weekend, had to put him down after reports are, are varied, but <laughs> eight, anywhere from 18 to 21 years old. Lived a, uh, a long, long, happy life, uh, which is never an easy thing to do, to lose a bet. Ben played a lot of golf, and uh, that, was, that was good for him. He learned a new... Uh, stayed healthy. Stayed healthy. Golf. Learned a new uh, way to chip, and it's really improved his game. So. <laughs> <laughs> stands to reason. Uh, I which didn't...
1: life would you like to pick out there, yeah. if you had the choice of our three? <laughs>
3: that is true. That is true. I uh, did not watch any of the Golden Globes last night. I Had the football game on, and I, I was reading. I've tried been trying to read more this year, so I have this thing that Hannah bought me. It goes around my neck, and it's got two little lights at the end of it. And so, <laughs> so, so now where do the lights point? To the book, toward the and book. They had, it's like full mold. It's like you can move it, so it's like a it's like a shoot. It's like a horseshoe around my neck but it's long dangles down it's like
1: here. a neck pillow with lights at but the it's not end.
3: A, it's not a pillow it's hard it's like but it's malleable you can move the move the lights and the angles so i was had the do you not have lamps in Well, your we house. do but my wife was asleep oh
1: so this is so this keeps is, it dark in the rest of the room but you can read
3: the book in front of you
1: the book in front so of you. i
3: was reading a book last night to go to bed i had the bills game on mute and she was sacked out um, so I was reading, but I would scroll Twitter every now and to see, you know, who had won some of the awards, and I was happy to see that at least a couple of the shows that I really enjoyed uh, cleaned up in twenty twenty four or for twenty twenty three. Um, one of which being the Bear. Yes. Now I I had to laugh because they had them nominated in as a M- musical or comedy. Now it is not. I didn't laugh a lot. During the bear. It's a drama. Like, there's, I don't really think you can make the argument to me that it's a comedy. It's not funny. There's not a lot. It's it's anxiety provoking <laughs> and thought provoking.
2: Season two, at least, was a lot more dramatic than it was humorous.
3: Season two, I needed a whiskey sour after every episode. <laughs> there's Every single episode, you're like, I need to make myself a cocktail just to calm down from this. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, the characters would occasionally do something lighthearted and funny with each other, yeah. but that's that's a portrayal of real life. I mean, the Sopranos, you know, Tony Soprano
3: occasionally would say something, say something funny, yeah. doesn't make the show a comedy. Right. It was very much a drama, and it's a good point, yeah. so, But I think they had to do it. My theory is they had to do it so that Succession wouldn't just win every single... Category for the 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 drama, and they did. They won a ton uh, as well. Kieran Culkin, who was incredible uh, in succession, he ended up winning. Sarah Snook uh, won as well.
2: I, I Oppenheimer was sur- won a ton. I guess won. I was
1: surprised. It felt like Succession was over <laughs> yeah. so long ago that it was still nominated at this point.
3: But I guess it was it ended early in 2023. Yeah. And just one of the best shows I think HBO's ever done. And there's, you know, there's a lot of really, really good shows that they've done. I didn't watch a ton of it. Uh, I do need to see Oppenheimer. I know it will take me six months to get through it. Um, I did see that... Um, um. Yeah, Succession just just cleaned house. I mean, it really did. And uh, Succession and the Bear, two shows I really really enjoyed last year. Did you guys catch any of it? Uh, any of the Golden Globes? Yeah, a yeah. um.
1: few minutes after the football. It- Technically, it was the replay. I think it was on live during the football game, and yeah. then they had the West Coast replay on afterwards. Uh, I saw a uh, little bit of that. Oppenheimer
2: won a ton, and what's the Emma Stone movie? Was it Poor People? Yeah, uh, Poor Things. Poor Things. I had not what? heard of that before. I really hadn't either, but... Noted Padre fan, Did Emma Stone. Padre super fan, Emma Stone. grabs one of those. Awards.
3: Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the best performance by an actress, was uh, Lily Gladstone. She was incredible. Again, I'm halfway through that one. I uh, need to finish that. Um, but, yeah, that was the uh, the Golden Globes in a nutshell last night. And I still can't get over your neck light. Yeah, it's great. It's really great. If, it's not something you'd wear out in public. You'd have no need to. <laughs> you'd, you'd have no need to. I kind of
1: want to see you on it, though. Can you take a picture sure. of me in your neck light next yeah. time?
3: Yeah, it's really handy. It's really handy. What I'm, are you reading right now? I'm reading a book called Katarina. Okay. Uh, it's by a guy named James Fry. And I've read it before, but I'm rereading it. And it's really, really good. So you're, you watch TV and read books the same way. You like to
1: sometimes go back and watch the same, read yeah. the same over and over yeah.
3: again. Yeah, I, I had just recommended it to a friend of mine, um, our buddy Mark, and I sent him a copy of it. And he texted me immediately and said, I'm, I love this. I'm inspired. And I said, you know what, I'm going to read it again, too. And uh, I am about, read about half of it yesterday as I was on bed rot. So wanted to read more. It used to be a huge part of my life. Uh, now instead of scrolling Twitter and, and stuff like that, which I still do, but I'm just trying to read a little bit more. I feel like it stimulates the brain a little bit better.
1: I read a good book over the uh, our holiday break called Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow. What and is that about? It's about um, an awkward computer game programmer and essentially kind of his life and with his uh, friend who's a girl who's also a computer programmer, and they go to... Um, school together, and then start a company, and you know it's their relationships and their. Do they life. fall in love. It's it's more complicated than that. They have like a deeper relationship than love, essentially. Oh.
3: What's deeper than love?
1: Ah, uh, that's well. You got to read the book to find out.
3: Is it very sci-fi? E?
1: It's not sci-fi at, oh, at all. It's okay. very realistic. I mean, it involves some talk about computer games. Uh, it's set like more in the early two thousands, I think. Okay, so, or kind of early days of computer games, and then follows their lives. But it was a very good book.
3: Look how fancy we are! Your favorite more very scorcher. literary. Mm-hmm. Should we start a ben and Woods book club? I'm, I'm all in. I think I won't do it. i started uh, a baseball team. By I Gabrielle Zevin is the author. <laughs> now,
1: tomorrow, where did you get Tomorrow and tomorrow this? and tomorrow. Shelley said it was good, and she thought I would like and it. And you read so. it? Okay. And I did.
3: I enjoyed it. Good. So. All right, well, i got a couple of recommendations for you as well, whenever you're ready. I like fiction more than nonfiction. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I also like fiction more than nonfiction.
1: People always recommend these biographies. I like bios, though. I, I'm not a huge nonfiction reader, at least. I you enjoy l- losing myself in a story. You don't want to read like a I
3: don't See, know, I, I, Philip not, Rivers bio or really. something? I'm really? not
2: a reader much anymore, but I would only read a, nonfiction, a,
3: a bio, yeah, yeah.
2: bio or somebody, yeah, something written by somebody rather than. It's kind of like it's like I might as well just watch a movie if I'm just going to read fantasy.
3: I and that's the thing, probably why I didn't watch the Golden Globes all that much is that TV and movies have. Kind of lost me lately. i I've, I've really struggling for a series to latch on to. Now that Craig Elston has his own show and he doesn't do Crossing <laughs> Streams anymore, I'm basically rudderless. Um, now, did he do it on his show on Friday? I'm not sure. I think he did. But I missed that segment. I think he was doing his countdown of his top shows of the year, like he used to do with our show. Yeah, when well, we used to have a full segment from him. So, so I'm going to need that info from him.
1: I don't know. I'm still so far behind in his recommendations.
3: So am I. will never
1: catch up. I'll so, never catch up and watch it all. No,
3: I, I won't either. I don't know how he finds the time. <laughs> That's all I have. That's fine. We can. Uh, I want to get back to some baseball talk I want to know why the Dodgers are in your crosshairs, because someone well, in the chat said... Being in Ben's crosshairs is like being in Mister Rogers' right, crosshairs. To be fair, the Dodgers have
1: done nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing this off season. Uh, You're you know, jealous. I, I, I'm. I'm, a, I'm jealous.
3: You're, you are green with envy. I
1: don't necessarily think it's good for the sport that the Dodgers have spent as much as every other team combined. I know baseball has uh, has resisted the salary cap model. Players have been against it every time a CBA has, has come up, it's been, pretty much been the line in the sand that they won't cross. They won't have an official hard salary cap like basketball has, like football has. Uh, they'll do luxury taxes, but they want to make sure the teams can spend as much as they want to spend. If you have a Steve Cohen out there or you have a Dodgers out there, they want that. They think that it drives up salaries, and they may be absolutely correct. But for the long-term health of the game, and I know the Dodgers a World Series title, by spending all this money they've actually set themselves up for a massive failure it does feel as though the sport is on the wrong track though when you can have one team spend 1.2 billion dollars in the off season and the other 29 teams combined Can't. spending 1.2 billion dollars in the off season it it wouldn't work imagine if that happened in football and you had one team the the niners know, the niners spent you know all of the money in free agency and the rest of the teams basically could only spend a little bit in free agency. Don't think that would make the sport better. I think it would really make it worse. and i I'm worried that even though the Dodgers are exploiting the rules, you know they're they're driving through their loopholes. they're not doing anything illegal, illegal yeah uh, against the the baseball rules or the CBA rules. I don't know that it's good for the sport what they're doing. They're tur- they're certainly putting a huge target on their back. Every single team, not just the Padres, but every single team out there is going to probably want to see the Dodgers fail. More so than they normally want to see other teams fail. Like, the Dodgers will be the team yeah. that every owner, just like the, they were cheering against the Padres when they spent, it'll be like that for the Dodgers. So
3: now. why haven't I heard the vocal majority, and that would be l- national writers and owners, coming out criticizing what the Dodgers are doing and have done, because I have not heard that. I haven't either, but I bet it's coming. At some point, you're
1: going to start hearing some whispers that enough is enough. All right, you, you you made your plan, you signed Shohei Otani, you signed Yamamoto, but now that they keep adding, you know, Teoscar Hernandez being the latest addition, and they're getting guys on one-year deals, they're getting guys to defer money, I feel like at least quietly, there's going to be a move to. They're going to want to make the Dodgers suffer for this, you know. Next decade, when these bills come due, and they're paying, they're paying this. I don't think that they're going to get helped out in a new CBA agreement by the other owners. Well, because to, to let them off the hook for everything
3: that they're going to be owing from 2030 to 2040. In fact, it's been the opposite, and I wish I had known this, my friends. I we had Chris Rose on the show last week, and my buddy texts me. He goes after the fact. He goes. Why didn't you pound him on his Dodgers takes? And I go, well, it was Dodgers takes? I missed it." And Chris Rose, our beloved, is in the camp of this is good for baseball, which I, 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 I can't. If I let me take the 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 Padres fan hat off, let me take the Dodger hater hat off. Is it good for baseball? I don't know. I mean, I think it's good for a team. If you can get players of that caliber to do the things that they've done, yes, it's very beneficial for your team. I don't know how necessarily it's good for the game of baseball. I think owners spending money is always good for baseball, but not w- just one owner. <laughs> like not, not just one owner. Yeah, spread the wealth out. And and maybe the Dodgers will fall flat
1: on their face, and they will have a, a terrible regular season, or, or they will get... Knocked out in the playoffs in the first round again, and and maybe it won't be as big of an issue. But their plan, the Dodgers' plan, if everything kind of comes together the way they hope, they have put together a super team that they're hoping is unbeatable. And if they are right, and I hope they're not, but if they're right and they roll off, I don't know, like five so, or six straight World Series had, titles. Even and, three out of five. And they're not really even, you know, they're winning the division by 15, 20 games every single year. I don't think that's good for baseball, what the Dodgers are trying to do and the way that they're spending to get it done. And by the way, you're going to call me a hypocrite because we were so happy to see the Padres spending. First of all, Padres didn't even come close now to what the Dodgers have spent this offseason. Nobody ever has. Secondly, I actually kind of agree with that take, that you know the spending that the Padres did wasn't necessarily the best for the game. I would love to see every team do it, and I'm glad that they did. And they took advantage of it like the Dodgers did, and unfortunately it has not worked out for the Padres the way we hoped. But it's not necessarily great for the game to condense stars on just a few teams and have more Kansas City Royals and Oakland A's out there. You don't want to have an A's and a Dodgers playing in the same sports.
3: Well, the Royals have outspent us, I, I believe, right now. in the yeah. offseason right now, as it stands today. The Royals are actually spending money. The Reds are spending money. That is good for baseball. Yes, That's I what agree. you'd like to see. Um, I, I think it's sour grapes a little bit on our part. Sure, last night when I saw that, that that news come across about Teoscar Hernandez. I mean, I went really twenty three and a half million dollars on a one year deal, eight and a half million deferred. Good God, you know that's a lot of dough for a, an if average If you want to sign outfit.
1: the Dodgers, fine. Sure. But at
3: least make them pay what you would have made everyone <laughs>
1: else pay. Are you? Re- would Teoscar Hernandez really have taken a one year deal anywhere else? Wasn't he no, worth, he a, three was worth a three or four year contract? Yep. And he's taking now less and deferring to go to the Dodgers. That to me is not great for baseball. Yeah, for sure. You know, hey, if they want to pay market rates for everybody, Padres paid market
3: rates. Yeah, no, we did. They did, and more.
1: That's on for us. Their though. stars. That's on us. No, it's not. It's that's what it should be for everybody. But it's so, I think that's what's really bothering me is I feel like the Dodgers are paying not quite market rates for everybody with these deferrals and you know shorter contracts than other teams are having to pay.
3: I mean, what did we decide on Friday? They're going to have Otani and Yamamoto next year for a total of what? $7 million or something? Something Correct. insane? Yeah. Something in that... Three
1: years, a total of $33 million,
3: Something in that seems years. a little bit janky. And, you know, again, I guess we'll wait and see how it plays out down the road with a new CBA that's coming in three years, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, something tells me they're gonna be fine. They've got That's what I think I think that's what bothers me as well. That you that, know they're gonna be fine.
1: That in ten years when the Piper comes to pay, I don't think the Dodgers are gonna have a string of eight straight last place finishes yeah. as they reap as they reap what they sowed their you know, over the last few years. Somehow they'll find in baseball will make sure that the Dodgers don't skate, suffer skate consequences yeah. of what they're doing right
3: now. For sure. For sure, I get it. And it, there is sour grapes in there. I there agree. is. No,
1: there's yeah. there, there's the part of that, Gotta for wear sure. Got a little
3: bit. Yeah, I agree. Well,
1: I understand that.
3: All right, uh, we got all the playoff
1: matchups. I want to get through those as the NFL uh, postseason is set. Talk about that coming up. Uh, if you want to give us a call, if you've got some thoughts on what we were just discussing, 833-288-0973. Probably have some time for some phone calls uh, the rest of this hour as well. With Benna Woods, back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Not unexpected, but a, a fairly big sports and business announcement this morning. Tiger Woods ending his 27-year partnership with Nike. Wow. After uh, $500 million in endorsements, billion dollars in sales generated, Tiger Woods will no longer be wearing the swoosh going forward. How do you...
3: How does that happen?
1: I think the contract uh, was set to expire, and it was probably maybe somewhat of a mutual decision. Uh, You know, Tiger in a different phase of his life and... Probably moving forward, maybe with his own ventures and then Nike has spent a lot of money. I don't I never loved the Nike golf stuff myself personally, but it was so iconic. I mean, Tigers chip in the Masters where the ball, you know, stops, hangs on the edge there on sixteen on the chip and stops right on the Nike swoosh logo for a second and then falls in. One of the most iconic brand moments in sports history right there. And I think they did get their money's worth out of Tiger. They were not a player in golf when pretty much they signed him yeah. 27 years ago as a young player. is 21 years old. And they became a major player in the golf industry. Uh, but that partnership comes to an end officially uh, today as Tiger announces that he is leaving Nike Golf.
3: And back then, he actually played their not-great clubs. clubs. Well, that was
1: the controversy. Mickelson Said he's playing with inferior, inferior equipment, yeah, which was probably true. You know, Mickelson, of course, was a Callaway guy, and you know, Callaway's top stuff in the game. Nike was always trying to play catch up to the big boys, <laughs> a lot of the San Diego based companies, Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra. Uh, never, I don't think Nike ever had the respect that the other companies got, at least among professional golfers. So, there was that thought that Tiger was playing inferior equipment, which is. Also, a giant self-owned by Phil to say, even He's beating with, my ass even with, with inferior, inferior equipment, equipment, Tiger Woods is still <laughs> crushing the competition. Yeah, what, what what would Tiger's
2: career have looked like? <laughs> yeah, had, had he, he played just started with Callaway? Yeah, exactly.
1: But uh, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting note. I uh, just saw that come across uh, my feed this morning. That's wild. Uh, of course, the PGA Tour season started over the weekend at the Century, Kapalua, just uh, a few miles from Lahaina, all the devastation. Uh, I know they raised a lot of money for charities there. And some people criticize, like, hey, you shouldn't be going there and you know, taxing the infrastructure. I mean, the last thing they want is people stop coming and spending money sure. uh, you know, to, to recover. They're going to need that uh, tourism. And Chris Kirk, nickname? the captain, of course, uh, won the captain first tournament Kirk. of the season by one shot over Sahith Tagala at watched. the plantation course at Kapalua. I the watched views the last hour. Incredible. It was incredible. The views at that course are unbelievable. Fast greens,
3: man. Holy smokes. They tore
1: it apart. They there did. wasn't a lot of win. 29 under, I think, was the winning score. Uh, they basically could birdie every single hole. A couple of the drives, because it's so downhill down a mountain, I think Max Homa hit the longest drive in... PGA Tour history, at least since they started tracking them with the the stat cast and the shot link, what was it, 477-yard drive down the mountain
3: at Kapalua for the longest drive in tour history. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, about the last hour of it uh, to see how it played out. And Xander with a top 10 finish uh, made a nice eagle to get in the top 10 yesterday. I know he's very keyed on winning more tournaments this year. Just had a bunch of top 10s last year. But no wins. No wins. Needs to start winning some. Uh, Our beloved Xander Shoffley, San Diego State Aztec. He'll be defending his Olympic
1: gold medal, I believe, later this year in Paris as well when they have Olympic golf back for the third time It's going to be amazing. But yeah, yeah, Jordan Spieth made a little run at the end, had an eagle to try to tie for the lead on the last hole, didn't make it, but I think he finished third, so... Uh, You know, you're missing John Rahm. You're missing Cameron Smith. Some of the live guys, they still haven't worked that out. They're still in negotiations. Figure out what the future of golf is going to look like. But uh, this week is Honolulu. The week after that is uh, Palm Desert, La Quinta, and then Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines at the end of the month. So we're just a few weeks away uh, from professional golf returning to San Diego. It's one of my my favorite events of the year coming up later this month.
3: I want to talk some NFL football. I want to get all of the... Uh, the playoff games, I want to Let's talk about that. each
1: of the matchups coming up here in, in a second as well. Just quickly. Since Make our picks bo- now or just wait? No, we have to wait until later in the week. But we can discuss the matchups, uh, our first thoughts at least. Uh, is it still just two coaches who've lost their jobs? Has yeah, so seen far, it, just two. Any others other than the guys who were fired during the season, like Brandon Staley uh, was fired and Josh McDaniels was fired and Frank Reich was fired during the season. But since the season ended... Arthur Smith of the Atlanta Falcons. Fired this morning,
3: along with Ron, Ron Rivera, Rivera
1: of the Washington Commanders. There's speculation that there could be at least three or four other moves that might still be made. Everyone's waiting on the New England Patriots to see what Robert Kraft is going to do. Of course, Bill Belichick had zero thoughts on it in his post-game <laughs> news conference yesterday. Uh, simply said, he'll, as he always does, we'll discuss the future with Robert Kraft in the next couple of days it seems like that that relationship is is reached its its end, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be like shocked if they decided to bring Bill Belichick back for another year. I would
3: I, I would be at this point.
1: I, I'd be mildly surprised, but I'm never going to be totally shocked if they decide they just can't pull the trigger. It can't be an easy decision for Robert Kraft no. to get rid of Bill Belichick. You could say, "Hey, let's give him one one more year," but I think at this point. Do you see him turning things around in New England? Nope. The quarterback situation is a disaster. Feels like a fresh start, everybody, going forward. He may just retire. I, he doesn't sound I he doesn't sound like he's someone like who's gonna retire. He yeah, probably. he may just retire. Just call it a day. Just be miserable. Seventy one
3: years old. Yeah, just I, instead of moving out here. I, I just don't know. It seems like the only thing that he really likes doing is coaching. I think he likes to fish. I think Does he's he? a boat I think he's an avid uh boater. Boater, is that what you call it? Seaman. Seaman. I think he's a huge, huge seaman. All
1: right, we'll go through the matchups of wildcard weekend. Six games coming up. We'll talk about that coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 973 the fam.
4: Cool. It's a strange. In a
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it.
1: From Stephen Woods during our commercial break. Can't believe there's an NFL playoff game on Peacock this weekend. Yeah, exclusively. Just on Peacock. Not on television at all. And that is true. If you do not subscribe to Peacock, you will not be able to watch all six of the NFL playoff games this weekend. You will only have five of them that are available to you. And as you can expect... There are people who are unhappy about this.
3: I'm not a Peacock subscriber. I was at one point when the Padres played a game or two on Peacock. I then was I canceled when... the subscription. So yeah, I was when the Irish played a game on Peacock, and uh, now. I'm going. I guess are, are you a Peacock subscriber, Paulie? I think I am,
2: and I think we'll be at a, an Airbnb. Yes, this in, weekend. in Arizona. So I think as long as they have a smart TV and we can download the Peacock app, I should if. be able to log
1: in. That it's the uh, it's if. the second game on Saturday, the evening game between the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Okay, I want to watch Peacock that. exclusive.
3: What I don't want is me and Paulie to be in an Airbnb together, sucking down Taco Bell and Baja Blast. Paulie's on his couch. And then I'm on the other couch on my phone, watching it together, but on one phone, or on two phones. I um I
1: know that the popular take is the NFL is doing a great disservice to their fans by putting the game on Peacock. I think part of me realizes, though, that this is simply the future of sports. broadcast and sports. There are going to be more game streaming. We've had to get used to it with baseball. Of course, it's going to happen more and more in football, and nothing... Nothing is going to drive people to go subscribe to Peacock more than knowing that's the only way they can watch an NFL playoff game. Here's what I would say, though I would think it's a win if you just get people to download the app on their phone and watch the game. If I was NBC and Peacock, I would make it only available on Peacock, but I'd make it available for free.
4: It's a good just, idea. Just to get just people to, get to taste.
1: download it. Hey, Offer like a free trial or whatever just to get people to download it. And, you know, some people stick around and maybe start paying. Others will probably cancel, but the the app will still be on their phone. And they'll think about, hey, a new show comes out. Is that on Peacock? Oh, that wasn't that hard to watch.
3: Yellowstone on Peacock. I
1: learned how to stream that. Maybe I should subscribe. But for the first NFL playoff game, I would have said, okay, it's on Peacock. Make it. Make it available for free, yeah, though, for like everybody. That. But they're not. You've got to actually like pay the subscription fee, I believe, to they watch this game. They don't have the seven-day trial. Uh, they might. I, I don't know if you have. If you haven't signed up before, maybe you can get an initial trial and then
3: cancel. Uh, most most websites do. Tommy makes a good point here. He says Peacock's five ninety nine a month. They offer a student offer for $1.99 a month. Doesn't do us any good, but uh, not a terrible price for a streaming service. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's not that's not bad at all. Um, now it's not a.
1: It's not a Netflix with a massive catalog or a Prime where you get your deliveries and everything as well. It's just a fairly smaller catalog of shows. For six that they bucks, have on I'll there. watch. I'll but I'll if, pay. If you're a soccer fan, they yeah. have all the Premier League Premier League stuff. If you're a um, golf fan, they do a lot of the streaming of like PGA Tour stuff.
2: And they have every NBC show that yeah. was ever made. Okay, so if you like NBC, The Office, good. and all. You can
3: watch SNL, people in the chat loving Peacock. They love it. Can't get enough Peacock. So all right. maybe
1: this will inspire some people to subscribe. But that is the one game. We'll take a look at all of the
3: matchups. <laughs> Chris, if I want to talk streaming services, I'm listening 10 to 2 now. Thank you very much. <laughs> very good point. Very, very good point. <laughs> we'll go through all the matchups
1: coming up after a check of traffic here on ninety seven three. The Fan. All
3: right, first matchup Saturday
1: afternoon on NBC. Not also Peacock, but you can watch this one on television. The Cleveland Browns, Woo! the number 5 seed in the AFC. On the road against the AFC South champion Houston Texans uh, i think uh I think this is an interesting game cJ Stroud's first playoff game I like I don't know who I'm going to pick yet We'll do our picks later in the week. Uh, I certainly think the Browns are the better team, but being at home can make a huge difference in a playoff game like this feels like it
3: could be a fairly even matchup, uh, ultimately, in this in this it's a game, pretty, pretty good matchup yeah. between those two teams. I mean, at some point, wouldn't you think the shine will come off of Joe Flacco? At some point, don't you think he's going to revert to being the Joe Flacco that didn't get him a job? You know what I'm saying? At some point, that would happen. But um, tough to bet against a guy that's won a Super Bowl before, uh, going up against a rookie. He's had a monster season. I don't think anybody had the Houston Texans in the playoffs. Pretty good. Just a pretty badass story. If you like sports stories, that's just a good sports story. Both of those teams uh, matching up. Any any early lines yet on those games or no?
1: Paulie's got some of the lines. I think on the uh, on the matchup. Probably so like far. a
3: three. Probably Texas home team. I don't know. You know I, to me, I feel like it's
1: almost a pick'em. Pick on that game. You know, I bet it's very close to uh, even matchup. I, the Browns had more wins obviously in the course of the regular season. The Texans, though, get the home
3: game, kind of offsets that. So, Browns uh, have a really good defense. Yeah. You know, we'll see what happens, but I like that story. It's a good story. Let's
2: see that one. If there's an early line, three and a half, two and a half, two and one. a half.
3: Okay, two, two and, and half. a half. Cleveland, Cleveland, yeah. Minus so The road, road okay. team, is actually home the team in that one. Uh, the dog, the home right. dog.
1: And then the second game on Saturday is that Peacock only game, the Miami Dolphins, who could have won the division if they had beaten the Buffalo Bills last night, could have had a. A home game at Hard Rock Stadium instead we will go on the road to face the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who got to rest their starters. Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey did not play in a 13-12 win over the Chargers yesterday. Uh, Ultimately, though, the Chiefs have been pretty disappointing over the course of the season. They won a, a fairly weak AFC West, so they got the home game. The Dolphins, though, seemed like the better team for most of the year. The question is, can they overcome having to play on the road against a very experienced playoff team in the Chiefs? Do the Chiefs have another level that they
3: can find here in the postseason?
2: Such a uh, it's going to be less than twenty degrees. Is
3: that right this weekend? In the such Kansas a City. tough draw, man. First round, uh, Dolphins just really needed to handle their business and they didn't. Um, can the Chiefs just all of a sudden? Whoosh, Turn it up. They have not looked They've like not the Chiefs look, this year. Yeah, as they didn't
1: score an offensive touchdown yesterday. Now, again, they were sitting their, sure, starters, sitting their
3: starters.
1: it's the same problem every right? week. That offense just is not what it Sputtering,
3: was. Uh, if you will. But it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, he, he is a big-time player, makes big-time plays. Does he have the playmakers around him, Ben, to help him? His receiving core has cost him Three games I can think of off the top of my head, you know, re- literally cost him the game. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm probably going to lean. I would probably lean heavy towards the Chiefs being at home. Crap weather. Uh, they've done it. They've been there before. Dolphins a fun story though. Really, really good team to watch. Fun you, team. To my watch.
1: guess is the Chiefs are a slight favorite yep. in that game uh, on the odds. So uh, we've got those are the two Saturday games, and then on Sunday. The early game, 10 a.m. West Coast time on CBS, is the Steelers at the Bills, who are in their home game and a date against... How about the Pittsburgh
3: Steelers? How about them? I saw (laughs) a lot of tweets going out this year. uh, A lot of tweets going out over the weekend. just this year. Can we give Every every year. Can we give Mike Tomlin just an insane amount of credit for the amount of, let's be honest, spare parts that he has has been able to throw together and win, win what, 10 games this year? Um, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph get out there. They're get not the, a great
1: team. No. But
3: Mike Tomlin,
1: I know he won't win Coach of the Year this year. It'll go to Kevin Stefanski, or, or uh, uh, Mike go to uh uh
3: the Texans. Dan Campbell. could Texans. go to the Texans coach, D'Amico, yeah, Ryans. D'Amico
1: Ryan. Uh there's a lot of guys who'll probably have more buzz. But in my mind, Mike Tomlin solid is as it gets. kind of Coach of the Year almost every yeah, year. Yeah, so, solid he, as it he gets. He may not have a great team, but he'll get he'll get about as much as he can. He'll
3: Has he
2: ever had a losing season? No, I
1: don't think he's ever had a losing season, and he hasn't had the best players over and over (laughs) again. And he's had bad—I mean, they had bad moments this year where they looked like they were terrible. Somehow, he always digs out of it though and finds a way for the Steelers to be at least decent. Now, I don't think they're going to beat the Bills in Buffalo. That's a tough matchup in the first round, unless. Unless they can force Josh Allen into some of those mistakes that we saw early in the season, we saw early in the game yesterday against the Miami Dolphins. That is the Steelers' best chance of victory. You know they'll have a good game plan, though. That's the early game on Sunday at 10 a.m. Then at 1.30, the Fox game, just a very traditional afternoon NFC playoff Fox game, Packers at Cowboys. It'll be uh, Mike McCarthy going up against his old team. Cowboys did not lose a game at home, I think, all season long. To me, if there's one that feels like the most lopsided matchup of the weekend, this is it. Two seed against the seven seed. Packers have played well at the end of the season to get into the playoffs, but I don't think they're on the same level as the Dallas Cowboys. I don't see them going in and pulling off the upset. And the question is, can they cover? I know that, I think that spread started at seven and is only going. Straight up. Up. They got a lot of early money on the Cowboys that's driving it up. So we'll see later in the week where that number gets to and whether we think the Packers can actually cover that one or if the Cowboys
3: are going to win that one in a route. It's the Cowboys in the playoffs, Ben. It's Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. That's true. You know, <sighs> grew up there, seen it a million times. I know it's been a rough go for the Cowboy fans over the last 25 years, basically. Um, early, I wouldn't.
2: Early line is Dallas minus seven and a half.
1: Yeah, I think it started at seven, so it's already moved already half up. a point toward Dallas, and that's a that's a big half point from seven to seven and a half. No that's, doubt, that's one of the critical ones. So there was a lot of early money coming in on the Cowboys at seven as a touchdown favorite. That's Saturday game. That's the Sunday, Sunday afternoon game on Fox at one thirty, and then the NBC Sunday night game, actual NBC, not Peacock. Rams at the Lions, just loaded. Loaded with storylines as Matthew Stafford goes back to Detroit. The Lions get their first home playoff game since uh, 30 years. 30 years. They haven't won a playoff game since 1991, since Barry Sanders was on the team. <laughs> Jared Goff going up against his old club, Aaron Donald. There are just tons of storylines for Rams and Lions uh, for that Sunday night game on NBC from Ford
3: Field. I, I That's the one that I'm going to stay away from, I think. What's the early line there, Paulie? Uh,
2: Detroit minus three, three and a half. Three yeah. and a half
1: now. Sean McVay has uh, has won a Super Bowl. He's had success in the postseason. This is an almost entirely different Rams team than that one. I wouldn't one. say
2: that the Rams are like... They're not like the scary firing on all cylinders necessarily, but they have won a lot of games down the stretch. They look pretty good.
1: Yeah. They're certainly the epitome of playing well at the right time. Yeah. And, you know, they started slow. They definitely played much better in the second half of the season. They've got some
3: momentum. I saw a funny tweet yesterday. You guys said, hey, just a reminder to all the uh, NFL pundits on the talking heads not every team can be the team that you don't want to play this <laughs> this week, uh, this would be that for me. If Ramps. I'm Dan, Ca- Dan Campbell, this is the, the definition of the team you don't want to play right now.
1: I think that the last couple of years, Dan Campbell and the Lions were playing with a bit of house money. To me, this is not a successful season for the Lions unless they at least win this Gotta game. Got to win this game. Yeah. Got don't this don't game. think that anyone views this as a successful season if the Lions go one and done, I can't even after a division game. title. There's I, a lot of pressure on the Lions in this game. Because you
3: know Dan Campbell is going to be like the guy that's 14 captain and coax in at the craps table. You know he is. And I don't know if that's going to be I the best strategy. I, I you've you've don't got, either.
1: You've got the better team. Yes. Maybe going for it. Every single time is not your optimal strategy He's, in this give, game. Give me the dice, give me the dice, <laughs> give me the dice, give me the dice,
3: give me the dice, give me the dice. You know he is. Now, if you're playing the 49ers for the of NFC course. title, go, do some crazy things. Do go whatever forward. you got to do. But this game... you gotta You got to run the football. You've got good <laughs> running backs, good line... Run the football. Trust your defense a little bit. Trust your defense. Don't
1: do anything to lose this game, Dan Campbell. Well,
3: and think about this. The appetite for
2: playoff football in Detroit. You just said it's been 30 years since they've hosted a playoff game, and I'm looking at ESPN.com right now, and they have all six games on the schedule, and ESPN does a thing where you can click a link, and it's, you know, tickets as low as blank to get in the door. Sure. through Vivid Seats, I believe, is their partner. Uh, The it's the most expensive game, Detroit hosting the Rams. The second most expensive ticket, like the ch- or I guess the cheapest ticket to get in the door, is Buffalo hosting Pittsburgh. Tickets as low as $205. Okay. Right now, for the Lions game, just to get in the door... Tickets as low as four hundred and four to Damn, just to
3: get maybe, in the door.
1: maybe it won't matter, but I don't love it for the Lions that they got to wait around all day on Sunday to play that game as the
3: last game of the day. Cheater says he not I don't think he's doing that in the playoffs. Bro, are you kidding? Like, I think you ride with what got you there. I think and that's the thing. That's the thing that they always talk about. Uh they were talking about it yesterday in one of the games I was watching. It was you gotta play the game. You cannot. This is what the Dodgers do, right? The Dodgers do this in the postseason. They completely change how they play baseball. Um, Or actually, maybe they don't. Maybe they just continue to roll out the same type of deals that they do in the regular season. You have to kind of go with the mentality of your team has been, we're aggressive, we go for it. You can't get to the playoffs and then go... I need to be conservative. I really that's when you get screwed, I think.
1: I remember when Marty Schottenheimer did the opposite. Very conservative coach, and then all of a sudden he's going for it on fourth and eleven, yeah. you know, for the Chargers. Wasn't that same coach in the playoffs? So I I see what you mean when it comes to consistency. At the same time, when you're the favorite and you're at home, you don't want to lose those games. No. You don't want to no. do dumb things that allows the other team to have an opportunity. <laughs> so if there was a An argument for a more conservative game plan, my guess would be this would be the game for the Detroit Lions. All right, finally, Monday Night Football, uh, the final game of wild card weekend, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Stunner, first of all, that the Eagles did not win the division, have to start the playoffs on the road, even if it is the five seed. Are they even favored in this game, or are the Bucks actually favored in this game? Uh, Have the Eagles played so bad that they've gone to the point where they're not even a favorite over a... Somewhat mediocre division champion, Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, ESPN has too. the
2: early line. Philly is still favored, minus
1: 2.5. Uh, they will have trouble, though. Philly's secondary has been awful the second half of the season. They'll have to deal with awful. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, you know, Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield are going to have a chance to exploit Philadelphia a little bit. It will not be an easy game for the Eagles, even if they're favored, even if they do find a way to pull it out. Don't see this as being an easy game for the Philadelphia Eagles. They have fallen hard and fast to even get to this point where they've got to go on the road for the first round of the playoffs.
3: I'm excited, man. There's been some really 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 bad NFL games over the last what, 5-6 weeks. This is where this is where it gets really good. This is the this is what you live for this season. So, I'm excited to do nothing but sit on my ass Saturday and most of Sunday and watch all of these games unfettered, by the way. I will be unfettered, completely unfettered. We'll have a lot of NFL talk when we come back on Tuesday of next week. No, what do you
1: have to do before you are allowed to leave? What do you mean? Oh, at home? Yeah. Clean up the garage, all the clay. She did most of that. It's already
3: done.
2: If you want, when you and I are just hanging out at the Airbnb watching football a day on Saturday, I can just ask you a million questions.
3: You can just pepper me with questions like my kids do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. They don't even let me watch football really anymore, so... I have to like. Why are they called up? the Browns?
1: Is it, are they brown? What, it. Why are why they are called they the Browns? Orange. Their helmets are, helmets their helmets are, are orange, orange, but they're called the Browns. Well, their right. owner was named Brown. And right. His last name was Brown. Right. So why aren't they all brown?
2: What's a
3: Steeler? Yeah, what is a Steeler? <laughs> right. These are all decent questions, actually. <laughs> but I will be completely, I'll be able to watch <laughs> NFL football completely unfettered for the first time this year. And I cannot wait. And watch me, I'll be in my room asleep. Pauly knows. Are the Bills just like a guy named Bill? What what are they called the Bills for? What's a bill? I wish they asked me questions about football. They asked me questions about everything else. <laughs> no, I'm excited, though. Do the Cowboys
1: wear cowboy hats, or do they wear helmets like other teams?
3: You know what we're going to be. You know that this is when you get real, real into to putting some wagers down. So it's going to be make or break uh, weekend. What do the Packers pack? It's <laughs> a good question. Meat. Oh, is it meat? Yeah. I didn't me- know that. Meat packing. Meat packing. Yeah the Packers. All right.
1: (laughs) All right. We've got one hour to go. Paulie's got the Rindle Report, including um, some infrastructure concerns here in San Diego over the weekend. And more next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
5: HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai.